a little bit better. So again, this is the Gen 5. Um, has a Myrtle Burl top. Just beautiful sunburst, right? I mean, it's, you know, looks 3D-ish. The finish is... It's a little uh, MTD-ish kind of... Absolutely. Like, you know? Not sure he wasn't copying or anything, but no. it just the figuring and everything and the, and the finish is similar. It's, it's good, man. And it's kind of... Uh, it's not that super bright, like lacquery finish. It's kind of between like a matte and a yeah. and a and a regular color base. It's or a regular too. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. So Myrtle Sunburst top, probably quadruple A. You know, in yeah. in in uh, what is it? What am I trying? In wood, figuring, right. in wood figuring, right? Uh, Pal Ferro fingerboard, the rosewood. I, I believe that's the type of rosewood. I think Pal Ferro. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Matching headstock, you know. I don't know if they can see it that high. Let's see. Let's get yeah, there we go. So matching headstock, um, Dunlop, uh, strap buttons, hip shot hardware. Uh, and then this is an ash neck with a purple heart stringer. So when this first got here, we always like to kind of like guess what woods. Because yeah. you know, we've seen them a lot. I thought this was that black limba because it almost looks like it's it looks like that color. It's a little darker, so it, 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 it is an ash neck. So maybe it looks like it was maybe stained a little bit. Probably, probably bring out the grain. Yeah, so it goes up all the way, and then purple heart, um, and then an alder body, and it's um, five bolts. And five bolts with uh, hex screws. Plus this is uh, yeah, I think those are hex. I mean, it's oh, man, it's just a really it's a it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's really, really good. Zero fret. Zero fret. Yeah, man. And the smaller frets. It's smaller frets. I mean, frets. I often say that when we review yeah. bases. Um, I don't know that it, what kind of sound difference it makes. Feel, for but sure, it right? it feels really good. You feel yeah. more, I feel more like I'm touching the fretboard mm -hmm. when I'm playing the bass instead of sitting on top of big jumbo frets. A little easier to, yeah. And, and you... You're saying that the action could probably go down on this one. Oh, it yeah, it's really great as it <laughs> is. Killer. The neck is nice and straight. So you could definitely bring it down a little bit. And that probably will help the smaller frets really give it that, that yeah. super fast action. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of enamored with this bass. It really, it's one of those where we're like, man, this thing, this thing is just ridiculous. And the string spacing is not 19. I think it's 18.5. And with the adjustable, I'm pretty sure it's a hip shot bridge. Uh, our friend that owns it has it kind of spread apart the widest. So it's like 18.5. It's comfortable to you. Right? I really like that. Yeah. You know, especially on a five string, it's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, <laughs> geography. It's a lot of territory mm -hmm. to cover. So it makes mm -hmm. it so easy just to move around on the bass. And it's not you know, it's not a problem for slapping. Yeah, yeah, you can still get in there. It's comfortable. It has the two and three. So the B and the E string, B, E on the top of the headstock and then the A, D, and G. That's kind of cool. Um, and electronics are Schold pickups. I'm not sure who makes them, but those are his own pickups that either he wants or has somebody wanting to his specs. So those are Schold pickups with a John East preamp. So let's go through. Let's let's play, man. Let's, it's made for him, though, right? Made for him, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's kind of the Schold slash East preamp mm -hmm. made to his specs. A lot of these you know, guys will have that. So, um, yeah, so we have a master volume. Go ahead and play. So everything is flat now. Oh, it has active passive. So we're gonna we'll concentrate on active mode. So that right there is your master volume, panning, bridge, neck pickup. So that has a 
center, center, little center deton. So you have master volume stacked with your panning. You also have a passive tone, which I always like to have passive tone. You roll that off a little bit, right? It's a little uh, more organic sounding. I yeah, think. not quite as brittle. And yeah, and you can just take that global tone and bring it down if it's a little too exactly. hyped. You just take that, cut it a little bit. So even in passive mode, it works in passive mode too. So that's all the way up in passive. It's all the way down in passive. The gain goes down a little bit. So you know, on your amp, if you're playing passive, you probably want to boost up your gain a little bit. Now we're back up on the on active. So yeah, so that was your passive tone. That's all the way up. The knob closest here, this is mid-range, boosted cut. Now this is sweepable mid. So you have a sweepable mid. So it's almost like a wah-wah pedal if, I, if I'm... strings that are big and round mm -hmm. where you feel them and well I think you maybe feel all of them maybe a bad one you can but there's the big and round and then there's that tight punchy beat yeah the one that's like, sort of at the like, same <laughs> kind of man. character and quality as the other four strings as the E string you know says that yeah so that guns like the same instrument yeah. instead of all of a sudden on some bases you get onto that B and it, it's big and it's thunderous but it mm -hmm. doesn't almost have the same character as yeah, strings. This one. I hope this comes across on the recording because. Yeah, and it's all flat. Let me just make sure. Yeah, we're flat and active. I just I hear it, you know, and I can kind of feel that punch. It's which feels great. Yeah, it's gritty. It's like you can hear yeah. still hear the string vibration and the articulation of the note instead of just you know, yeah. some big big thunder and so. Nothing wrong with it. They sound good. Sure. It comes through, but that, for some reason, that punch is just—it's just nice when you have it there because it's just so—it's so quick. I mean, obviously, lower frequencies travel a little slower, mm -hmm. so maybe a little more sluggish. You know, you can definitely feel that big bottom, but on a bass like this or certain other B strings that have that punchy B, it's just—it's just—it's just right there. Yeah. It's tight, you know. And this is 34-inch scale. Yeah, 34-inch scale. So. The whole thing about oh a longer scale or this and that was a B string. I mean, we we have we have thirty three inch scales here. We have thirty four inch. We have thirty four five. We have thirty five inch scales, and it's it's just a it's just one of those things. A thirty five inch scale bass can have a great tight punchy B string, or it can have a floppy B string. It can, it's yeah. really just I don't know voodoo. I always say voodoo because you you can never really tell. So. That whole, um, I think, I, I don't know. And obviously there's luthiers out there. Like, no, this special number, this is it, you know. Um, you know, I don't know. People I, I know say it, it depends on how the wood goes together yeah. and how the resonance, you know, vi vibrations yeah. translate out of the instrument. It, I mean, I definitely think it's, you know, luthier quality. They know what they're doing. But I think it's kind of luck of the draw. Like, it just... It is. 
some will sound grabby. We've had GNLs, and GNLs are, you know, GNLs are, they're cut, they're made, I mean, they're really well made, yeah. you know, they're killer made, and some will have a B string that's just like this, mm -hmm. just tight and punchy, and then some will have a B string that, that's just rounder. Nothing wrong with it, but it's, and it's the same model bass, but some just have, they just have different characteristics. Yeah. Those are 34 inch scales, so, I don't know, man, luck of the draw, voodoo. Yeah, like you say, it depends on what you like to hear, too. Yeah. For you and me, we seem to like this really articulate beat. Yeah. It might not be true for everybody. I don't think it is. Yeah. I, I think, you know, everybody has kind of their different take on it, you know, especially depending on what gigs they're doing. Um, also, we're playing through a Dark Glass Microtubes 500 head and a little 112 form factor. So just an FYI, uh, this is Doug's first time playing through that amp. We're going to talk about that one on another episode. Um, but just wanted to let you guys know what we're playing through. And a 112 uh, ceramic form factor cap. So, just FYI. Yeah. What are, what are we, we have VRs on here? Those, the strings, have no idea. Um, I think uh, Greg got them. I mean, they're, they're non-wrapped. They have brass ball ends. I mean, I would guess, my first guess would be like, yeah, DR, but there's probably other manufacturers. I think there's like LaBella or, you know, they, they'll, I don't know, have no idea. And Pete Schold, actually, they have their own strings, too. Oh. So they have their signature, kind of like Wilkins has their signature, or MTV, or Sadowski. Schold does have his own signature. Yeah. You back to flat here? Dude, it's flat, man. Yeah, it's flat with the passive tone up, man. I mean, it's just... Everything kind of comes together on the bass. I, I, you know, the way it feels... That low B, though, is, is mind-boggling on it. <laughs> it's really good. It's um, it's got a mid rangey It has a yeah. It has, but it's not a it's not an annoying nasally mm -hmm. kind of a sound. It's got. I think that's what makes it cut, and the yeah. balance of the sound is so you know mm -hmm. so nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so where's the bass? Uh, bass and treble are stacked. Treble is the top one, so that's bass. Yeah, and that's mid. So you can cut the mid. Cut the that in so that'll boost the gain up a little bit it's in right now. yeah so out is going to be for passive there you go let's I think. so that's 
completely passive with the uh, passive tone all the way up. And everything flat. Yeah, every, well, it's, it's passive. So basically, all you have is oh, yeah. master volume, tanning, and then passive tone. So there's off. things where you just kind of take the gain and back off a little bit so that it matches the active so that when you are switching back and forth it's a little closer I don't know but I, if I had the bass I would be playing it active all the time yeah I wouldn't even mess with it man sounds that good which is unusual for us because we tend to love jazz basses passive single basses, coils you know, <laughs> single coils passive just kind of I know just man. for the expressiveness yeah. but this bass you're not losing any of it and then when you're saying expressive it has a personality about some bases that are even the expensive ones or whatever they're great they're, there's nothing wrong with them they're all awesome but sometimes they lack a little personality this thing has a lot of personality yeah 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 it's uh slap that thing a little too that's really horrible Symmetrical, and I'm looking at it, it might be a little thinner on the treble side. The treble side that feels Maybe. really good when just you down around the back side. It's not like a heavy regular finish. It, it's like I said. It's almost like between the the satin finish and maybe like the MTD finish. How they do their 
kind of like the the matte finish is what right. I'm saying, but almost, you know, maybe maybe to let the the wood breathe. I mean, who knows? You know, it's just um, just seems like you don't stick to it as much. Yeah, you know, it feels really nice. Man, it's just it's just a comfortable, comfortable instrument. And I suspect and this is a matte finish on the neck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can feel you can feel that grain. It you just feels it. it feels good, man. It really does. That neck is just crazy. It's almost like it's. I, the basses I play have a little chunkier neck, so when I'm playing, it's like, oh my gosh, it's just like, it's, it's so fast and responsive. It's good, man. Yeah. Man. Yeah, this, uh, this has been a treat for, uh, for us to play. <laughs> so, Greg, thank you for the loanage. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a keeper for our buddy, for sure. Yeah, it's good, man. I don't know. Anything else to say about it? Unicorn scale? Sorry, you can't have it back. Yeah, this is bass enablers now. So, anyways, yeah. Anything to to finalize? I don't know. We've kind of kind of drooled all over it. I, I know. It's, huh? um, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. It's talked about the pickups, shoulder pickups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It's great. It's just one of those exceptional bases. It's just really, really good. This neck, yeah. we didn't, the only thing we didn't say is that the neck comes all the way through here. Yeah, and that's part of the neck. So it's glued right. on as opposed to like a removable plate. And you can still get into the truss rod. Yeah. So it's, so it's a little it's, deeper in the body. Probably yeah. helps with some of the resonance. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Very, very beautiful. Very playable. Love it. Aesthetically gorgeous. I love the way it looks. So yeah. It's good stuff, man. All right. Steve Araujo, Doug Cuppin, two dudes, one bass, Schold, Gen 5 bass, mm. that is, that's really good. Huh. <laughs> Play us out, buddy. Play us out.